When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Good stuff from Bill Dolman. Be sure to get that podcast downloaded uh, with Hale Varsity Radio. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play can watch the show on YouTube, the Hale Varsity channel, the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter page as well. At HVarsity Radio, you can catch coffee and cream, Damon and Andrew, weekday mornings. That streams live. And then, of course, ESPN, Lincoln, Twitter, and Facebook. Brady Altman, staff writer with Hale Varsity, joins us now to talk some more Nebraska. It's been a good fullback Friday, Brady. We, we just played a game of fullback burnout with Bill Dolman, the pride of Fairbury. Elijah participated as well. It was great stuff. And we got, uh, what would you say, about 25 fullbacks in, Elijah? Oh, yeah, somewhere. Uh, let's see. We made it like eight rotations, I think, seven or eight rotations. So yeah. seven times through 21. Let's, let's mm-hmm. put it at 21 probably. Uh, your, your first inductee to the Brady Altman's fullback Hall of Fame from Nebraska is who? Uh, Schlesinger. Corey mm-hmm. Schlesinger. That's, that's yeah. the, the first ballot anything, really. You know? Yes. <laughs> no, uh, today is a day that uh, Makovic is smiling. Schlesinger staring at all his broken face masks on his wall. Uh, for sure, and and uh, of course, Tom Rathman's just kind of probably uh, stroking the goatee a little bit, uh, saying, "Yep, uh, fullbacks are back." But uh, in all seriousness, Brady, takeaways from both coordinators today that uh, got to meet the media. Well, I, th- I think you and I kind of touched on it a little bit right afterwards. Um, these these guys are obviously knowledgeable about football and their concepts i think we kind of knew that or at least one would hope that if you're going to coach at a high level you're knowledgeable about it but they've they've kind of already got a vision of what they want to do i mean marcus satterfield laid out his ideas um he's a he's got conviction for a huddle up pro style offense but he explained it well i mean a way to have the quarterback be a commander of the offense and he he likes the depth in the quarterback room. He wants a little bit more depth at um, offensive linemen. I think that's evident in their portal activity and what the program has done in the last couple of weeks. They're already secured Ben Scott uh, from Arizona State through the portal. They're hosting a couple of other kids and a couple of other offensive linemen from the portal this weekend. Um, he, I, I think you put the the Matt Rule stereotype of a receiver, you know, fast guys, and develop them into something on the outside, and that could work. And then um, the way that I, I asked Satterfield, he feels good about the, the quarterback room. How does he feel about the running back room, knowing that they want to run the ball? And he was ex- kind of explicit in that. And he said they, they haven't got a chance to feel these guys out. Um, Tony White was kind of the same way. He's got ideas. He likes the athleticism in the secondary. He thought the team played hard and the defense played hard at times. They just needed to have a unified vision, and they could have turned out a lot better. Um, he likes Ty Robinson. He mentioned specifically that he almost re- or he tried to recruit at Arizona State. They're, so they're familiar. But again, you go back to the feeling. Keep in mind, these guys have basically been thrown at recruiting right away. So they haven't even really got to know where the guys are on the roster now, where they fit into the scheme. But 
you know, without having seen them play and without having seen them workouts and all of that, that, that they need to do. Uh, I think they like where they're at and they like where the roster is at with, you know, with the exception of a couple of, of wants and needs that they want to get in through the portal here. Finally. Now Brady, whenever coach Chatterfield gets up there and says he wants a pro style offense with a fullback, that almost seems to fly in the face of adding a transfer portal, like Sims, who's a guy who likes to use his legs, be athletic. But then I, I think, and I go, well, if you consider the Ravens offense pro style, they use the fullback with Ricard. They have a running quarterback with Lamar Jackson. They utilize a lot of RPOs. Do you think that the Nebraska offense in its final form could resemble something like what we see with the Baltimore Ravens right now? I think it definitely could. Um, one of the things I actually thought about was we saw it. Um, I, I, Tennessee, some team Alabama played. I wanted to say Tennessee, but I don't think that that's right, where they lined up in a conventional eye formation. And even Nick Saban afterwards was like, our guys look lost. They didn't know what they wanted to do, you know, against an eye formation because they hadn't seen it. You go back to the Rose Bowl and Penn State runs a T formation, you know, old school T formation. They score a touchdown out of it. Um, I think that this might be an instance where something is so old that it might be new again and that you're really having to see uh, teams that aren't used to scheming against this kind of offense, especially in the Big Ten, even though it is very Big Ten friendly and it's you know conditioning and, and environment. Um, this could be something that teams are really going to have to reckon with. And the, the fullback and a bruising lead blocker, that'll work in any system. You get a guy that can – an offensive line that can get a push for four yards and a guy that can run behind them and, and get an extra two on top of that, that'll work in any style of offense and in, in, in any environment. And I think that that's kind of where it comes into it. You know, they, Whether they get a, a mobile quarterback or not, that just adds another layer to your offense and another you know, a little wrinkle to something you can throw in there. Brady Altman's with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Brady Altman's on Twitter. Read him with Hale Varsity. Brady, going to take uh, a question here from the, uh, the stream. And uh, Matt weighs in. How do you feel about the D-line? Four, four stars coming into the program. Of course, Garrett uh, is departing. Uh, and uh, you also had Coach White explain that Listen, he loves the three-three-five because of its versatility. We've, we've talked about that here over the few weeks since his hire, but he pretty much painted a really exciting picture if you're a Nebraska fan to, to know that he's going to use the groceries that he believes can, uh, can taste the best. Yeah, um, I think, well, anytime that you're going to lose O'Shawn and Garrett um, to the NFL draft and then um, – and Colton, you know, announced that he's just going to hang him up and, and focus on his life outside of football. That That's going to hurt. And I think I, I mentioned something about the coaching staff wanting to focus on Nebraska guys, but they let a big Nebraska guy and Garrett, you know, get away to the NFL draft. Um, I caught a little bit of flack for that, but I think the and, and granted that extra, you know, year of COVID eligibility, he would have been gone anyway, you know, so you kind of take it with a grain of salt. But they lose guys that you'd like to have. You'd like to have some game experience kind of there, but they do have some, some semblance of an edge rusher. They do have Ty Robinson back in. They've got a couple of guys who um, transferred in last year that don't really have the same uh, uh, amount of snaps that they've, they've placed, but they do have, you know, big D one experience. And the thing with the three, three, five that also works interesting is, is to the point about personnel it's a, it's a system that if you're down in like defensive tackles, you can really scheme along with that and, and get guys to fit in and, and edge rushers to fit in well with that. I know Princewell, um, who's going to be playing this weekend in the All-American Bowl, and, and Husker fans can watch him there. He's one that the um, Terrence Knighton thinks very highly of and says could compete for 
you know, big playing time right away. So they've got guys that they like to come in. Obviously, they're hitting the portal and getting a couple of like, you know, MLB spot starters where they want here and there. But it, I don't know. I'm being a defensive line guy. I think that there's definitely question marks up around there. But the, the, the defense is built to scheme around that and to fit the personnel that they have and, and put them in the best positions. Brady, at this point in time, are we convinced that Malachi Coleman is going to be a wide receiver? He's down competing the All-America Bowl right now as, as well and competing at the wide receiver position, but he's a guy who played that rush end spot in high school and did very, very well there. His speed and athleticism really gave high school offensive tackles a lot of problems. Is there still a chance that Malachi Coleman could move over the defensive side of the ball and play some edge rusher? I think there is a possibility of it. I think he, I can't remember where, but he, he had mentioned afterwards that when he was talking with Matt Rule about it, they want to get him in at receiver and try him out there, but they're not throwing the book away on anything else that he does about throwing him in at special teams, putting him in at edge, um, even uh, like third, being a third down pass rusher, you know, with his limbs and, and length to get him in there. I know that that was, uh, I don't, obviously, I don't know if that's something that they're going to stick to, but it is a possibility that they've thrown out there and they're, they're really focusing and concentrating on being a possibility because the Matt Rule scheme is you get athletes in, you get guys that can make plays and you develop them into different things. They're not bound by a set role or a set position. They kind of bounce around and everything. And I think Malachi fits that easily. Um, and inherently the defense is going to have to fit that too, because they are down guys, but I mean, let's be real. This is also Nebraska. You've got no shortage of big uglies to throw up front there if you need them. Brady Altman's with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Brady, couple of names I want to get your take on here with the portal visitors this weekend. Walter Rouse, Stanford left tackle. Your assessment of, of his fit potentially in Nebraska's competition for him. Uh, Micah uh, uh, Mazuka, uh, Baylor guard that's played a lot of football as well. Uh, back around to, to why he went to Baylor, which was Matt Rule. Now he's looking at uh, make, making uh, the, the transfer into Lincoln because Coach Rule's back in college. Yeah, uh, Micah's an interesting one because he's got plenty of snaps. I mean, his his experience is there. He developed into something pretty special, and I think that that would be a big get, um, especially especially at that position. I mean, you never can have too many strong, you know, uh, blindside blockers and guys on, on the line. Um, with Rouse, he kind of excites me a little bit because I think that he's an, he's one that could easily slip under the radar playing in Stanford's offense. I mean, Stanford football hasn't been in the last couple of years what it had been in years prior, especially under Harbaugh, Harbaugh in the initial Shaw years. And I think it's it's easy for an offensive lineman to kind of fall through the cracks there, but he's got a, a strong body. He's obviously intelligent in the schemes that they want to do and in the blocking they want to do. Um, he might you know, kind of backslide a little bit in pass protection, but he's got quick feet to get that strong initial surge on run blocking. And I, I, I think that he's a guy who has upside potential coaching through um, at Nebraska uh, in this system. Brady, the way, the way I see it is that with Rouse, you're getting a guy who really, at this point in time, got one year of eligibility. He is what he is. You're not going to have that much time to make strides. With Mazuka. he's gotten some some – Good play time. He's still got a ceiling that he can still reach. And, and that's kind of how I see these two with, with – I'm not sure either of them are going to step in on campus and be instant day one starters the day they get here. They're going to have to work for it. But that's the difference I see between the two. Rouse is a guy who is what he is, and Mazuka's is a guy that still has some room for development. 
Yeah, well, you look at their they like the guys that they've got in in the you know high school recruiting class or conventional recruiting class, however you want to say it. Um, and they've obviously got guys that are still there from previous years, but they get Ben Scott a tra- you know transfer in. They get they're looking at these two guys. They want bodies that can play right away. And they want to develop them, obviously, but they know that they're going to lose a couple of offensive linemen or because of depth issues that they have dealt with, you know, last year, they want to have enough guys to throw out there to make a competitive offensive line movement. And I I think anytime that you can add depth and competition, at least from what I've heard today and even previously through rule, anytime you can add depth and competition, it's going to make that position automatically better and inherently better. And I think that that's what they're hoping for here and who what kid doesn't want to learn from a coach who was at the nfl and a coaching staff that by by and large has nfl experience i I think that's appealing for a lot of these kids brady real quick bud what's coming up from you with hail varsity oh well i just actually wrapped up a little uh big wide uh scope story for the magazine for this next upcoming issue on some recruiting looking at the coaching staff's national reach in recruiting other than that probably exploring a little bit more of what we're looking at here uh from coordinators today and looking at a bigger scale um the all-american national combine is is today we'll have results on that probably further tonight in the all-american bowl on saturday so there's no shortage of football to be had my friends HaleVarsity.com and Magazine at Brady Altman's on Twitter. Brady, we'll see you this weekend. Thanks for the time, bud. Appreciate you guys. See you. See you, bud.